today on CityCast Philly. It's Valentine's Day, the annual day of love and romance. But not all of us has someone to smooch on. So if you're looking to meet someone or find love, stay tuned. I'm speaking with a certified life coach and professional matchmaker about nine ways we can date better in Philly. It's Wednesday, February 14th. I'm Trinae Ree, and here's what Philly's talking about. Netta Refi, certified life coach and professional matchmaker. Welcome to CityCast Philly. Thanks. It's great to be here. Netta, is Philly a good dating city? It is a great dating city in terms of it has lots of singles, a, a great population, a super diverse population, and primarily of young professionals that are available, willing, and ready. Before we get into nine ways we can meet people and date better in Philly, I'm curious about your dating philosophy. What's your approach? So I am a dating coach and I I have a website at datingpractically.com and my tagline is find yourself, find love. My approach is a you first one. Everything starts with you. You are the center of your universe. You can never forget that the universe exists outside of yourself, but finding love is not about finding the perfect person. It's not, and there's no such thing as perfection. It is about also being prepared to offer the best parts of yourself to someone as well. Loving yourself first, it sounds cliche, but loving yourself first is the most important part of having a successful, fulfilling, loving relationship with another person. No, it makes sense. Tap into that self first before you can love someone else. I love that. Okay, let's get into it. You have nine ways to date in Philly. Netta, I'm curious about those dating apps. A lot of people use them. Is that a good way to meet people? Listeners are probably not going to love this, but it is a great way to meet people. There is a lot of fatigue and stress with the apps, but before the apps, there was a lot of stress and fatigue with meeting people in real life. Right. Um, <laughs> so it, it hasn't really changed that much in, in that sense, but they're they're fantastic. They provide an opportunity that, quite frankly, is a privilege afforded to generations now that wasn't there before. I would also say that in Philly, probably the two most highly trafficked uh, and popular are Hinge and Bumble. Why are those two, I don't know, popular to Philly? Like, why do they speak to Philadelphians? That is a great question. I would say sort of in general across the board, trends across major metropolises, so not just Philly, tend to have those be the most popular as well, probably because they have the best free interface and they are inclusive. There is a poly community. And that's sort of growing across the board, not just here in Philly. Field is the most popular app for people looking for various forms of relationshiping outside of a traditional two-person couple. How open should we be on those apps? So I don't think there's a wrong way or a right way to date on the app. I think the only error that I've seen most common is people, the phrase I just used to date on the app, the app isn't meant to date. The app is to meet a person so you can go on a date. And so I think the best strategy is to tell people, tell the world what you want to know about someone else you you read about, right? How much do you want to know about someone to feel comfortable engaging with them? Treat someone the way you'd want to be treated. Number two seems like a no-brainer, but I think it's a good reminder. You say, we have to go outside. Yes. Everyone always asks me, where can I go and meet people? 
And I tell everyone the same response, go outside. You have to get out there and meet people. You have to leave your comfort zone. For some, that might mean finally getting on an app. Uh, For some, it might mean getting a new hobby, attending social events that you wouldn't normally have done. Just leave your house. If you want to be out there, you got to get out there. Right. It requires effort. Speaking of going outside and maybe even out of our comfort zone, Netta, let's talk about the places in Philly where people could go and meet. You suggest speed dating events. Why? I do. Uh, I think they are a really simple but genius idea to meet others. It is going to location that is curated to a date-like atmosphere, meeting other people you know are single within your age range and want roughly the same things, will have roughly the same goal. A lot of people get nervous. I think that's probably what stops them from being as popular as they could. People say, I can't go put myself out there like that. It's so obvious. It's actually the best place to do it because that's everyone's intention. So I found them to be uh, pretty successful for anyone who is open-minded and willing to get out of their comfort zone. I would say also specifically in Philly, City Swoon, which you can Google and find their, their website. They're the most popular events in the city. Nice. And I like this because it's basically what you're saying is like these events are structured and it gets us out the house. Getting that is going to require effort, (laughs) y'all. For sure. And the tickets are pretty affordable. I mean, imagine spending, think of how much you spend out at any given night, at any event. It can get pretty pricey pretty quickly. At a speed dating event, $50 maybe under and meet anywhere from eight to 12 people that you know are single and doing so in an affordable, structured way. More ways to date in Philly after the break. This is CityCast Philly. All right, Netta, you have given great suggestions for ways people can meet someone they could possibly date. We're at number four now. I know happy hours are also a really popular way for people to meet in Philly. Would you agree? I do agree. Yes, 100%. Where are some of the best happy hours we can go to? So great question. I would say that more populated parts of the city, such as Center City, are the better places to meet others. But truly, just getting out anywhere there's a happy hour um, where you are would be beneficial. I would say in the city specifically, there is the GOAT right here in Rittenhouse, Lock Bar, which is a new, pretty swanky and pretty nice spot right on the corner of Broad and Spruce, Harp and Crown, Pearl and Mary Oyster Bar, the Ranstead Room, Elvez, a lot of areas in that neighborhood, Rouge, Continental. These places are often filled with young professionals during happy hour to network. So if you're willing to put yourself out there and still have conversations with strangers that aren't on the app right there in front of you, these are great places to meet. I'd also recommend LMNO, Gene George's, the Ritz-Carlton, Lucha Cartel in Old City, Double Knot, Time is a fantastic one, and Independence Beer Garden when it's in season. Now, for queer-oriented happy hours, where can people go? I would highly recommend Stir, Cockatoo, Taboo, and U-Bar in the neighborhood. Nice. Thanks for this list. We're going to have the full list of places Netta recommended for happy hour in our show notes. Okay, we're at number five. You also say a great place to meet folks is using Facebook groups. Tell me which one you suggest as a way for people to date in Philly. 
There is a very specific Facebook group called Date Him Philly, started by a local matchmaker in the last couple of years. The group itself, it's all primarily women. You have to be a woman to be on the group. But what's great about it is on the Facebook group, you can actually promote men that you think are wonderful, men who are single and that you Uh vetted for to meet others. And the Facebook group itself was so successful in helping to connect others that they moved to live events. And the premise, it's it's very sort of... um, It's like you're a wing wing woman. It's like you're a wing woman, but also being, uh, you know, and that's your wing man for the night. So you can actually buy yourself a ticket and a ticket for the person. They're not actually couples, right? They're, They're friends that have gone together to again, intentionally just to meet others. When you're in that room of, gosh, those events are hundreds at this point. Everybody there is single and ready to mingle. I love that. This is such a creative take on dating um, to help out your community. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's about being in it for yourself and being in it for others. It's really the, the full breadth of spreading love. It's it's fantastic. Right. Netta, you also suggest people look into meetup groups, and that's number six on the list. Which meetup groups would you suggest? There are several. I would recommend anyone sign up for meetup and just do some browsing. But one specifically is called Singles and New in Town. That group has hundreds of members and great opportunities to meet others. Number seven on your list is join a private club. What do you mean by that? So here in Philadelphia, we have private social clubs. One is the Fittler Club. One is the Racket Club of Philadelphia, both of which are great and they're geared toward young professionals. Of course, they're all inclusive, but in terms of demographics are are primarily young professionals. Fittler Club actually specifically hosts singles events, singles networking events at the club that also have a wonderful turnout. However, those events at those clubs are members only, so you'd have to join the club. You also say that the Chamber of Commerce for Greater Philadelphia Young Professionals Council, Urban League of Philadelphia, and also local museums usually host young professional nights as well. Yes. And so while they are not single specific, they are fantastic for meeting other young professionals. What about uh, queer oriented events? In terms of the services and locations and venues and events afforded the queer community here in Philly, it comes down to basic networking. There is the Stonewall Sports League, which is a great way to get immersed in the community. They have a lot of options, including trivia teams, so it doesn't have to be an actual sports team. Queer Run Philly is also a great group for those who enjoy and are looking to join a running group. You can learn to meet new people, have an exercise accountability buddy, and they have uh, social events after runs. So that's that's a great way. There is specifically an event that you can follow on Instagram called the Polari Party. It's the most inclusive queer dance party in the city. It's held monthly at a warehouse location determined. It, it varies each time. But again, if you follow them on Instagram, you can follow their events. They're affordable and they often have a pay what you can system to make sure it's as inclusive as possible. And I would say the last item to add to that is the Sip City Mixer. Their events, they do movie nights, gallery nights, hikes. They're essentially almost like a meetup group. Looks like a lot of options here as well. Netta, we're at number eight, and also we can add number nine too. You say hire a dating coach and hire a matchmaker. Can you tell us the difference between the two professionals? I would love to. As both a dating coach and matchmaker, I am a proponent of both of these options. And hiring a matchmaker 
is about outsourcing the sweat. For most people, I would say the number one complaint is dating is exhausting. There is an emotional drag to it. It is fatiguing. And if you want to outsource that, you can to a matchmaker who will take the time to get to know you, who will take the time to get to know what you're looking for, and then go out in the world and do the networking, the meeting of the people. We do that for you. It comes with a pretty hefty price tag though. I I kind of joke and say the difference between hiring a matchmaker and hiring a dating coach is a matchmaker will provide you fish and hiring a dating coach will teach you how to fish. Oh, I like that analogy. (laughs) So hiring a dating coach is, it's a you first process. So I would say the thing that you should be prepared for is to do a lot of work and maybe explore parts of yourself that you've kind of ignored that are kind of difficult. Maybe we don't want to see or know about ourselves. But in the long run, we'll give you everything you need to continue to meet people the way you want to meet them, of the people you want to meet going forward. Relationships are work. Love is work. And so working with a dating coach teaches you to do all that work preemptively. It gives you the powers you need to go beyond any matchmaking effort, especially if it doesn't end up in a relationship. It's a very empowering experience and journey. That's Netta Rifai, certified life coach and professional matchmaker. Netta, it was a pleasure to chat with you on CityCast Philly. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to be here. For the list of meetups, happy hours, apps, and private clubs you could use to date in Philly, check out the links in our show notes. And to connect with Netta, we'll have her contact info in the show notes too. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. If you enjoyed this episode about dating in Philly, tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review, and hit that subscribe button. Be sure to sign up for our morning newsletter, Hey Philly, to learn more about what else Philly's talking about. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Enjoy Valentine's Day. (laughs) Bye. Bye.